Hey everyone, Common Sense American coming at you today. And with one topic on my mind, AOC, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, of course. Everyone wants to throw their two cents into the ring, so I guess I'm going to do the same. Now, I don't expect her to listen to this. I don't expect her to even know that it exists. However, the reason I got into doing these podcasts in the first place is because I believe I speak for a great many people who have been silenced or simply shouted down in recent years. And I never believed that I was the only one left who had any sense of decency and morality and pride and self-respect and ambition and discipline and, yes, common sense. I never wanted to believe that this was something that was dying out, even though it appears that way. That's why I started doing these. And a, a large number of people, I believe would agree with the common-sense, level-headed approach to all the subjects, the hottest topics, that are in the press right now, that are affecting all of America. And it seems to be working out. People really do seem to like what I have to say. For example, the Socialism podcast, uh, Destroying What It Means to Be Human, and, and the Libertarian podcast, where I sort of explain my straddling of conservatism and libertarian views and why I believe that these tenets are what is required above all else to fight the evils of socialism and communism. And, you know, that falls to the individual, obviously, and the death of the individual is a big reason why socialism is starting to become so very popular, because incompetence breeds socialism. A paralyzing of human ability and drive breeds socialism. But if you want to hear more about that, by all means, please listen to my socialism podcast and my libertarian uh, podcast, both of which, again, I, I think have been very popular. Um, when it comes to, obviously, when it comes to socialism, I, I, I don't like it. I, I, I believe it's just one of the biggest evils this country faces. However, when it comes to someone like Cortez, and I'll just use AOC for the sake of brevity, and apparently everybody knows her by that now. And I, I think in when it comes to her, I have other problems. And this message is for her, so I'm going to address her personally, whether she's listening or not. And you're certainly welcome to listen. So AOC, here's the thing. I don't believe that you're a stupid woman. I, and I don't believe that you want to harm America. I, I believe that you want to help people. These two beliefs have to be true, it would seem, for you to be holding elected office in this country. Nobody runs for elected office. Nobody wants to be a politician if they don't uh, really want to make a change. Um, and now, I believe many of them can be misguided, as are you, in the belief that what you're going to do or what you propose to do is going to help. I think it's going to do precisely the opposite. But you believe what you believe, which is fine. However, there are several problems with what's going on right now. And you're going to find, I think, that if you head down this the same path you've chosen, and I don't mean the socialism path, I mean your tactics. I mean how you come across to people. If you keep coming going down that path, you will not last in the political field for very long. Now, I don't know the political field. I covered it briefly when I was with the MSM. And again, uh, I, I spoke about that and the, and the cracks in the so-called integrity of journalism 
the oncoming corruption that I saw coming. Um, that again is a separate podcast if you'd like to check it out. Um, but the, the point I'm trying to make is you AOC come across as in, in a certain way, you may not be stupid and I don't believe you are, but you seem to have a very limited knowledge of that, which is required for your position. You're saying things in public and, you know, during interviews that are easily refuted and easily, you know, fact-checked to be found as completely incorrect or way off base by regular people such as myself. You know, for example, comparing the Berlin Wall to a border wall, which is historically Absurd. It doesn't even make any sense if you had any ideas to what the Berlin Wall really was, what it stood for, why it was there, and why we would need a border wall. I mean, there is no comparison between the two, and you should never have done it. And it's it's startling to me that someone in your position would make that mistake. But you keep making these mistakes, and it tells me that you don't seem to have a firm enough grasp of the basics of history, of society, of culture, politics in general. You just don't seem to have it. Maybe it's youth. Maybe this is why so many of the successful politicians are are older. Maybe it requires more living. Maybe it requires more time in the political sphere to really hone your beliefs into something that people would understand and at least see as clear-headed. And maybe sane, because what's coming across is not sane, AOC. It's not. The Green New Deal is is just bonkers. It's bonkers. Regardless of which side of the aisle you're on, it's out of control nuts. And every economist worth of salt, every, you know, politician who's been around the block more than once, you know, every, you know, societal or culture expert or you know, long-time commentator or, you know, those who write op-eds, things of that nature, unless they're way far left and agree with everything you say in the first place, most people have outright condemned this deal. And it's, you know, it's, it's so out of control that people can't wrap their minds around it. Now, I would like to have a brief sidebar here. I don't believe that just because something is hugely unrealistic that it shouldn't be pursued. In fact, I think a lot of things that seem hugely unrealistic should be pursued for the good of a civilization. For example, my belief that we should start embracing more libertarian tenets, which seems hugely unrealistic and probably won't happen, but I strongly believe it needs to, and I will always stick to that. So I suppose it could be interpreted in a positive way that you are sticking to your guns. You're sticking to your extremist socialist tendencies. You're not backing down. You're digging your heels in. And you're sticking by your beliefs. This is what I think is good. This is what I think we need. And I'm not, you know, if it has to be this extreme, so be it. So I suppose in that way, if we're we're really trying to look at this in a respectful and positive light, we can say that. But I have difficulty doing that when these things come across in that deal that are sort of boggle the mind. They're like what I would expect like an eighth grade report to look like. You know, there's no real foundation in reality here. And on top of which, the blatant uh, 
socialism that's in it, it, it should not be tolerated. The whole, we're going to pay for people, care for them if they choose not to work. You can't do that. You do that, a country dies. And if you can't understand why that is, then you can't be in office. You know, this feeds into your uh, lack of understanding of what capitalism and a free market structure really is. You don't seem to have any idea what it is. You don't like it, but you don't know what it is. Just like I'm sure you have no idea what libertarianism is, you seem to think that capitalism is about money and about greed. But the basic core foundation of a capitalistic structure and a libertarian structure is not money. It has nothing to do with greed. has nothing to do with material gain or wealth. We have turned it into that in some respects. And you can because that is part of the weakness of humans. The greed side, of course. But it's up to the human to rein that in. And it, of course, is the most productive, most rewarding, and most highly sustainable uh, and effective method that any country in human history has ever come up with. That is not really up for debate. Socialism, on the other hand, simply paralyzes people. It turns them into slaves. And it's, it's for the incompetent, like I said before. It is for people who refuse to move forward and simply want to be kept afloat by their neighbor. That's all it is. It completely de-incentivizes ambition and pride and dedication and discipline and hard work. It de-incentivizes all of that. But if you believe that, AOC, and you really, and if you really do, what you need to do is take a step back from it and push it a little less hard. Make a few concessions, if you will. And I would have the same recommendations for people on the libertarian side, by the way. You know, don't be so hard-nosed about it. If you want this to work at all, if you want people to start listening to you, you have to back off just a little bit. You can keep your, you can stay rock solid on your beliefs and your you know, your, your desire to, to do the right thing and, you know, maintain that. You can do that on your own time. That's fine. Keep that there and keep pushing for that if that's what you believe. But you have to give the public something to latch onto. And right now, AOC, what you are giving the public is not only unrealistic, but far too far away from anything that they're willing to accept right now. And if you want things to work, you're going to have to back off of that. And you're going to have to do some homework Really, because you hit the library or something, because this is not working out. And just to, again, as a, as a little, you know, as a brief tangent here, when, when you speak, the word like needs to be culled out a little more. I understand that's how everybody talks, but you sound like a 17-year-old high school girl. You don't sound like a professional or an intelligent person. You, you, that's what you sound like. Now, maybe we've reached the point in our culture where no one cares about anything anymore. No one cares about... Uh, how we talk, no one cares about communication ability, no one cares about how we appear. Maybe that's, you know, part of just the overall decline of this country. You know, there was a time when people got dressed up when they went out in public. They felt like they should present a decent face to the public, that they would look someone in the eye and speak clearly, that they would move quickly, that they would work at a job. I'm sorry, I'm getting off on a tangent, but the the point is, Saying like all the time, over and over and over, it really does not come across well. Whether you think it should or not is not the point. That is irrelevant. It's coming across sounding just stupid and uninformed and immature. So I would at least advise you to make the effort 
to come across as someone who is a little older and has a little firmer grasp on the English language. And that would be, you know, that, that would be a good step in the right direction. But, but getting back to your, to your tactics, this is, this is becoming a, a bigger and bigger and bigger problem because you when you take your extremist methods and you combine it with an apparent and grievous and painful lack of knowledge and understanding of the political and societal and cultural and financial spheres, you get an image of someone who doesn't belong where they are. Okay, it doesn't seem to anybody or to, well, to many people that you belong in your position. You're not, you don't come across as capable. And I made this point in the uh, Ilhan Omar podcast that the reason she needs to resign is because she is not fit. She doesn't, she doesn't seem to know anything. She doesn't seem to have any platform aside of, you know, racism and tolerance and social justice. She doesn't have anything else. As far as anyone can tell, she has nothing else to say. That's what she was elected on. She was elected entirely on identity politics. And AOC, don't think for a second that identity politics didn't factor into your campaign. And we all know you used it to your advantage, so don't try and say you didn't. I'm not saying that's entirely why you got elected. I'm simply saying it was it played a role. And it played a much bigger role in Omar, let me, let me tell you. A minority Muslim woman, you got a, the trifecta of perfection for liberals. You can't ignore it. She's, it's a given. You have to elect her. Okay, but she doesn't know what she's doing. There has been no evidence of her having any clear, legitimate platform that has anything to do with the country or any of its problems outside of social justice. There's just none. I don't see it. So, but that is very much the same sort of feeling that we're getting from you, AOC, that you don't seem to have enough of an understanding and your platform is just socialism. But you know, I don't even, I'm not even sure you really know what that means. You know, redistribute the wealth. Why? How? I, well, we'll just tax the hell out of people. Oh, okay. What the hell does that mean? There, there's no, there's no foundation for what you're saying. There's no point by point explanation for how you can make any of this work. You simply throw it out there and say, here it is. This is what I want with no legitimate plan behind it. Whether it's realistic or not actually isn't even the point. Whether it's even, you know, something that people could even comprehend. You know, could is this something that you could implement? Where's the starting point? What's the end game? For me, the end game looks like slavery, depression, widespread destruction, and misery. That's what it looks like to me. That's what it looks like to a lot of people. And if you, AOC, are the head cheerleader for this path of destruction, we're not going to like that. We're going to get rid of you. We're going to vote you out. I hope. That's my hope. But if you want to stay where you are, you're going to have to take a step back. Do your homework. See how you're coming across to people. And this includes your own fans, your own constituency. And make no mistake, I believe you are losing some of those people. Because you are just too far left. And I don't believe that everybody who voted for you was that far left. I don't believe that everybody is instantly open to a regime that punishes the achievers and, you know, rewards the non-achievers. And this mass focus on climate... There are other problems in this country 
that need immediate addressing and you're ignoring them, or worse, you're insulting them. Saying something like ICE, you know, is a rapist organization or that they, you, you can't be saying these things. Those people who are essentially police officers and they're doing their job and to insult them in such a manner is, is disgusting and ignorant, as anyone uh, in, in that organization will tell you. And that was just a mistake to do. And you probably should, although I know you didn't, but you probably need to apologize for that. Because a lot of people took great offense at that. They're simply enforcing a law, which in many cases, in many ways, most of, many of the laws that we already have in existence for immigration are not being enforced at all, which is a big part of our problem. So don't even think that ICE is doing anything beyond what they're authorized to do. They're probably doing a lot less. In fact, they're, they're still releasing people they should be releasing left and right. They're just trying to do an extremely important job because we have almost no border security and the kind of immigrants we are getting is not what this country needs. It's not racism. I don't care where they're coming from. But you can't have 63% of undocumented citizens in this country getting welfare. They shouldn't be getting anything at all. They shouldn't even be here. And half of all people in this country, even legal migrants on welfare, you just can't have this. Now, you need to address these things. You can't go attacking ICE and attacking people for being racist and attacking Trump and everybody else who is not anti-immigration, but anti-illegal immigration and anti-bad immigration. You need to address these things in a clear-headed, conscious, consciously humanitarian way. We are trying to be humanitarian. We, don't, we have no interest in killing people. We want what's best for everyone. We want what's best for this country. Okay, we don't believe in socialism. Most people do not believe that. And we don't believe that it's legions of criminals and just do-nothings, which is really what we're getting, especially out of illegals. I don't care where they're coming from. I don't care if they came from Bangladesh or Scotland or where. I don't care. They're a problem. And you need to acknowledge this. You need to acknowledge the numbers. You need to address the numbers. You either need to refute them, prove them wrong, or accept that they are as they are and tell us that, you know, try to convince us that it's, I don't know, not a problem, or that you have a way of dealing with it that is different than a border wall, that is different than enhanced border security. I guarantee your way is just to take more tax dollars because it's all socialists know how to do. But anyway, the, the, my point is AOC, you can't keep doing what you're doing. You can't. You're alienating the people who are behind you, even though you may not see it. I think they're probably going to be a little reluctant to say because they, you know, they didn't vote for you. And it's still early yet. But I think, you know, you're coming across, you're just giving the other side too much ammunition. You need to take a step back. You need to step out of the limelight for a while. And I understand a lot of it you can't avoid, but I can guarantee that some of it you could avoid. You need to take a close look at what you're saying you need to take a close look at how people are reacting and not just the people who are behind you because there are other people in this country whether you like it or not. And they do have a say whether you like it or not. And you can't keep coming across as extremist, anti-American, anti-everything that built this country, just anti, anti, anti. You got to stop. You got to calm down. You got to take a step back. You got to present us with something that makes some sense, something we can latch on to, anything, something small, something a little less outlandish. That's what you need to do. I don't even know why I'm giving this advice because it's actually, it would help you if you did, but I, you know, I'm trying to make, again, a common sense approach to this whole issue. Whether you choose to do it or not, it's entirely up to you. Honestly, I hope we get rid of you by voting you out. We cannot have socialism at all or any, something even close. We're already pretty close. It's 
bad as it is. We got to go the other way. But in the end, please just move along and do what you got to do. Don't be in the public eye so much. Do your homework, get some seasoning, and stop being so insane. That would be my advice. And I imagine there are many who agree.